Hey Church, it is great to have you with us today. So last week we started a brand new series called Out. And we, the church, the ecclesia of God, are a called out community. Called out of darkness and into light. Called out of sin and death and into life, into relationship with him. You know, when God calls us out, it's to call us into something greater. The Bible says, doesn't it, that it's for freedom that Christ has set us free. We've been, cha- we've been set free from the, the bondage of sin, not, not just to live in a, in a vacuum, but uh, for freedom. So God takes us out of the bondage and into freedom, out of sin and into relationship with him. He calls us out to call us into something greater. And we see this principle played out beautifully in the life of Abraham that we're gonna look at today. God comes to this, this mighty man of faith and speaks an amazing promise over his life. It's a, it's a call to greatness. God calls Abraham out of where he is and into a life of significance, into a life of greatness and of long-lasting impact. You know, I entered a, a sprint triathlon a few years back and, you know, I did some training, I got all my gear and I got everything ready and then the day of the event came. And we started in the pool and the atmosphere in the room was electric. People cheering, banners were being held up, the works. And so when that whistle blew to start the, the, the event, I, I burst off with this explosion of, of energy. You know, the, the adrenaline of the, the whole event was, was pulsing through my veins and it was incredible. And then the end of it as well was, was equally amazing. You know, I'd never done anything like this in my life. And so coming round that, that final bend and, and seeing the finish line on the horizon and people lining the street cheering me on, I felt like Usain Bolt as I sprinted through the finish line and got my medal. You know, it was such a, a rush. I don't know if you've ever felt something like that. And, you know, I think that can be a little bit like Uh, how we face our goals and and our dreams you know whether you've set out some some goals for this year ahead or maybe you've just got a vision of where your life is going as a big picture we set off don't we with such passion such enthusiasm nothing is going to stop us and then when the end is in sight, we're, we're filled with pride and with joy at what it is that we've accomplished, at how far we've come of what we made it through. It's, it's really amazing. But that's not what I want to talk about today. I don't want to talk about the beginning or the end. I want to talk about the most challenging part of it all. Let's talk about the middle of the race. You know, when I, when I was going on the, the bike ride of this triathlon or even when I switched off my bike and, and started on that five kilometre run, sweaty, aching, 
exhausted it's then when you find out what you're really made of you know this part of the journey it feels a little bit different to the the energy of the the starting line and it certainly contrasts with the with the joy and elation of the finish line it's in the the middle when you begin to struggle or stumble or or maybe even contemplate giving up you know the beginning is something inspirational isn't it and the end well, well it's fulfilling but but what about the middle you know that's where you're put to the test isn't it and today i want to talk from the the idea the principle of having faith for the middle so why don't we read about this promise that god spoke to to abraham let's look at his beginning we're reading from uh, genesis chapter 12 starting at verse 1 Now the Lord said to Abraham, go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you. And I will make of you a great nation and I will bless you and make your name great so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and him who dishonors you, I will curse And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So Abraham went as the Lord had told him. So God speaks this promise over Abraham's life. And it's a promise that begins with a challenge. A challenge to to leave his country, to leave his people, to leave his father's household and to follow God. Come and follow me. But in leaving everything that he, that he knew, he was going to go on to gain so much more. In just those four verses, I count eight promises. He would gain the promised land. He would be made into a great nation. He would be blessed by God. His name would be made great. He would be a blessing to others. God would bless those who bless him and curse those who curse him. And through him, All people on earth would be blessed. Eight promises spoken over Abraham's life. And you could summarise those eight into just three words. Land, God promised Abraham that he would give him a new home, the promised land. Seed, God promised him that he would have a son and and a, a large family. And then blessing. God promised him that he would bless not only Abraham and his family, but all the people of the world would be blessed through him. And that, of course, is speaking of of Jesus, who from the line of Abraham would be born into this world, the greatest blessing that allows all who follow him to have relationship with God. So Abraham is being called out of his his current situation, out of everything he knew and into something greater, into the promises of God. And just while we go through this, this message today, just hold this 
thought in your mind from Galatians chapter 3. It says that, that we belong to Christ and it's the same call over our lives because we are heirs to that promise that was given to Abraham. So as we go on this journey looking at the life of Abraham, remember that actually the same applies to us because you are being called by God into a life of greatness. Why don't you just take a moment and let that truth hit your spirit? If you are a believer in Christ today, church, then God is calling you out of out of wherever you are and into something greater. He's calling you into a life of greatness and of significance. Amen? Excellent. So Abraham is called out by God and and off he goes with all the the passion and the excitement and the enthusiasm that comes from the, the beginning of a promise and a dream and a vision from God. He stepped out in, in boldness because he was a man of great faith. So much faith, in fact, that he is listed in the, in the hall of faith found in Hebrews chapter 11. It says, by faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to a place that he was to receive as an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. When God called Abraham out in that moment, he had a choice. A choice to either stay in a place of of comfort and of security or to step out into an unknown journey based only on the promise of God. Let me start here today, church. Stepping into greatness requires stepping out in obedience. Stepping into greatness requires stepping out in obedience. Abraham could easily have stumbled at this very first hurdle. You want me to leave everything that I've known for something that that sounds too good to be true, based only on your word. God commanded Abraham to leave his home And instead of letting fear and doubt stop him, he he put all of that aside and stepped out in obedience, choosing to believe the promise of God, choosing to believe that God wanted the, the best for him and would go with him on this journey. And he had no idea just how big an impact his obedience would be to the rest of the world. His decision to follow God set in motion the development of a nation that God would eventually choose as his own when he came to earth in the person of Jesus. And when Jesus came to the earth, that promise of God was fulfilled that through Abraham, the entire world would be blessed. You know, you probably don't know the, the long-term effects of the decision that you make. But this example 
I hope, should set a, a, a fire in us to, to challenge us when we're struggling, to, 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 to encourage us when we're, when we're doubting, when we're questioning the, the dreams and visions that God has placed on our hearts. If you don't carry on with this, with this thing that God has placed on your life, what, what impact might that have on others in the future? But if you do, if you stick with God and, and walk in obedience, then God will use you and what he's called you into to bring about greatness. You know, our walk as believers, this, this journey that we're on is rooted in the reliability of God's word. Abraham had no, no concrete, tangible proof that, that a life of blessing was ahead of him. All he had to rely on was God's word. There's a saying, God said it, I believe it, that settles it. When God calls you out of something, it's to call you into something greater and that should be enough. His word should be enough for us to step out in obedience, believing that, that greatness and blessing lies ahead of us. So as we, as we follow Abraham on this journey, we see him, him hit a wall. In fact, more than once on his journey, we see Abraham questioning God. We see him having, having doubts and having uh, concerns. But in Genesis chapter 15, God reassures Abraham. You know, maybe he senses that, that there is some doubt there, some concern about how all of this is going to happen. You know, he had no son no heir to, to go on about uh, creating this great generation that God had promised. And, and he was a man in his 90s. You know, I'm not sure I would want to be starting a family at his age. But God reassures him. Look at this. After these things came, after these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Fear not, Abram. I am your shield and your reward shall be very great. But Abraham's thinking, but I've not got a son. My servant is going to inherit everything that I've got. Is, is that what you meant to happen? Is that what you were planning all along? <clears throat> but then the Lord goes on. Look toward the heaven, he says, and number the stars if you are able to number them. Then he said to him, so your offspring shall be. And he believed the Lord and counted it to him as righteousness. So in this moment, we see Abraham, uh, you know, having a, a bit of a, a wobble in the middle of his journey. They talk about it in, in marathons, don't they? Hitting the wall, that moment where you need to make a decision to, to give up or to press on through. 
And so he's looking to God and he's saying, okay, I, I, I've left my family, I've left my father, I've, I've stepped out in obedience, but I still don't get it. I don't see how it is that you're going to fulfill these promises that you've spoken over my life. I, I don't see how this dream is going to come about. But God reassures him. God repeats the promise that he made over his life. And, and in fact, he goes on to make it more than just a promise, but a covenant with Abraham. You know, the encouragement here is that stepping into greatness requires stepping out of fear. It requires stepping out of fear. Let me tell you this, God is not worried by your worries. The things that concern you do not concern God. Who's thankful that God's ways are higher than our ways and his thoughts are higher than our thoughts? God is so much greater than us and I am thankful for that. But it's natural to worry. It's natural to, to have doubts. But the important thing is that when we do, we remind ourselves that God is bigger than us. And that is an encouragement, isn't it? He sees the, the beginning from the end where, where we only see this, this fragment, that the present, what is going on right now and maybe just a little bit further. God sees the big picture. He sees it all. And so we need to step out of this place of fear and step into a place of faith. We need to have faith for the middle. You know, it's been said many times here at Hope that God gives us enough light for the step that we are on. I don't know about you, but I like to know the plan. I like to know what is coming so that I can get my head in the game, so I can get organized, I can get ready, I can prepare myself. But when it comes to, to God's plans, we don't need to see the big picture. In fact, we are not ready to see everything that God has got planned for us. So he just gives us enough light for the step that we're on. We know that God's got a plan for us. We know that he is calling us out and into something greater. And, and we might have set off with, with all of the, the excitement and the enthusiasm as we pursue that dream, that vision that God has placed on our lives. But God is reminding us today, he is providing us with, with everything that we need to, to persevere through the part of this journey that is not always exciting. He's giving us faith for the middle. How do you, how do you continue to, to pursue God's will for your life when, when you're struggling in the middle? Do you still smile when, you're, when your legs are getting heavy and you're short of breath? Do you continue when you're exhausted and you're at that point where you just want to give up and quit? God never promised that, that we would reach our, our destiny and our fullness without opposition, without disappointment or without things happening that we don't understand. But God's plan is for you to persevere through it all. He's taking you on a journey of trust 
where you find yourself in in that challenging middle remind yourself that he's not only the author and the finisher finisher of our faith he's the god in the middle of our faith don't start worrying because because life is getting hard god is still on the throne there is nothing that has happened in your life to stop his plans and purposes coming to pass. He is not sitting in heaven scratching his head and thinking, oh man, I didn't see that coming. What, what am I going to do now? What God promised over your life, he still has every intention of bringing it to pass. I know that you can have faith for the start and I know that you can have faith at the end but my question today is will you have faith in the middle will you have faith in the middle Abraham had this promise over his life a promise that God would would bless not only him but the rest of the world through him that he would give him a son and that his descendants would be as as numerous as the stars in the sky and the grains of sand on the seashore you know god even changed his name from from abram meaning exalted father to abraham meaning father of a multitude this name change was a reassurance of the promise spoken over his life he continued to encourage him to give him faith for the middle. But just one final moment I want to touch on. God had finally blessed Abraham with a son, Isaac. And, and then we see this moment in Genesis chapter 22. <clears throat> and God says to, to Abraham, Abraham. And he said, here I am. God said, take your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I tell you. You know, we've said that stepping into greatness requires stepping out in obedience. It requires stepping out of a place of fear. But finally, I want to say to you that stepping into greatness requires stepping out in faith it requires stepping out in faith you know this passage this challenge that god puts to to abraham it gets me every time i just can't imagine the emotion that must have been going through abraham's mind in this moment He'd waited so long for a son, for an heir, for the, the answer to this promise that God had spoken over his life. And now God's saying to him, take the promise, take the answer, take your one and only son and sacrifice him to me. The level of faith that he must have had to, to even consider this thing God was asking him to do the faith to believe that that god would would what provide a way out provide another option i think perhaps abraham went up that mountain thinking that he would sacrifice his son but having the faith that god would then rise him raise him from the dead back to life there is no greater example of faith in god's word that i can think of
you know, aside from that, there's, there's absolutely a message here about holding on lightly to the things of God and knowing that at any moment God could take them away from us, but he chooses to use us. He chooses us to do his will. But that's a message for, for another time. This level of faith, you know, if anything warrants getting your name in the Hebrews Hall of Faith, it is this moment the willingness to to sacrifice his one and only son that we see only once again in the Bible, and that is God sacrificing his son, Jesus. And so, of course, as Abraham reaches for the knife to sacrifice his son, God calls out to him, don't lay a hand on him. I see you. I see your faith. I see how much you trust me and believe in me. And then he provides a replacement, a ram to take Isaac's place. Wow, it's just so incredible, isn't it? You know, today I want to encourage you that that when things aren't happening the way that you thought, when it seems like you're just moving backwards on this journey instead of going forwards, when you can't see how on earth you are going to get from where you are to the fulfillment of God's promise over your life, when every voice is telling you to give up. I want to encourage you, keep going, press on, lean into the promises of God. This is all part of the process. Have faith for the middle. And here's the key. When God places a dream on your heart, he also equips you with everything that you need to see it unfold. So be obedient, rid yourself of fear and step out in faith and into the greatness that God has for you. Why don't we pray? Father God, we thank you that you are calling us out and calling us into greatness. And so, God, I pray for each and every person watching or or listening to this message today that that they would recognise that wherever it is that they find themselves on this journey, on this process, that you would give them faith for the middle. That where there are doubts, you would give them faith. Where there are are questions, you would give them faith. Where there are are confusion or, or even this desire to just give up, that you would give us faith in the middle that you would help us to keep on keeping on, to not give up, to not uh, lose faith, but to to be built up, to be filled with boldness and courage to, to step out and believe that you are with us every step of the way. Father God, we thank you that you don't send us on a journey, but you take us on a journey. You are with us every step of the way. And so we thank you for your goodness and we believe in the promise that you are calling us out to call us into something greater. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.